0: Hello and welcome to Humane Voices, the official podcast of the Humane Society of the United States. I'm Kelly, alongside with my very special co-host today, Danielle Bays, the senior analyst for cat protection and policy here at the Humane Society. Hello Danielle and welcome. Hey Kelly. It is great to have you here and in addition to being a returning Humane Voices pod champion, You also happen to be BHSUS go-to for all things cat, which makes you pretty damn important. So let's bring that knowledge and talent to today's show. I'm pleased that we have not one, but two cat experts on the show. Our special guest today with Danielle and I is the creative director of Modern Cat magazine, Jennifer Nosek. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. Delighted to be here let's talk a little bit about Modern Cat Magazine. So how long have you been with Modern Cat? and Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, Since its inception. We
1: launched in 2012. So we have over 10 years of uh, cat publishing under our belt. Um, And Modern Cat was actually preceded by Modern Dog, which has been published since 2002. So we're really well versed in the pet space and really all about Improving relationships, advocating for cats and dogs, if it's in the case of Modern Dog magazine, and really promoting rescue as the first option.
0: So tell me about the magazine you mentioned, Modern Dog Exists to. Yes. Which came first? Modern Dog. Modern Dog. Which one's more popular? Modern Cat. (laughs) It it depends on Modern for Modern
1: Cat. We've got a really big social following. We've got almost a million followers on Facebook alone. Um, So it's sort of the demographic is different, as we know, there's differences between cat people and dog people. Both are really enthusiastic, but sort of in their own in their own ways.
2: That's not a lot of other competition for the cat space, though. There's not a lot of other cat magazines. So you're super unique and and popular in that realm.
1: Yeah, totally. we are all like all of our advice is expert advice. And, you know, when you're backed by sort of the authority of a print magazine, you know, you want to get. Like things are things are correct and people can trust your advice and that's what a lot of people come to us for solving
0: solving problems so we can make relationships better and keep cats in their homes that sort of thing that's great what are some current issues right now cat owners uh, are concerned about uh, there's a lot of perennial stuff so um, some of our most trafficked online articles have to
1: do with either solving problems or better understanding your cat so. One of our top articles is 12 cat sounds and what they mean. So all of the different, I don't know, not all of them. We focus on 12. Cats Make have a whole local repertoire. Um, but we focus on 12 primary ones and deciphering what those mean for people. And then, boy, uh, solving all sorts of problems. Nighttime meowing is a big one where people are like, I don't want to start my day at 345. <laughs> 3.45 <laughs> in the morning. So we have a stable of cat experts and behaviorists that help people address those things so that the cat is happy and the people are happy and everybody is like, you know, doing their things. Uh, Stuff like that. Stopping, you know,
0: peeing outside of the box, um, scratching, you know, all the, all the usual suspects. The usual things. I recently went to Modern Cat. Uh, My cat jude is really really picky and she also has a lot of hairballs so i've been going through the range of all the products of hairball remedy or treatments and so i i went to you all to um look out what's modern cat uh recommending so i ordered some stay tuned to how that goes hopefully she- wow i know yeah. the, i hope it works for you yeah we do
1: a lot of product recommendations and stuff too so we'll like round up all the most beautiful stuff for uh you know like not just a scratcher but a beautiful one you know like so like really mu- minimal like nice looking cat products but things that cats love it well as well so you know we also like you know obviously our first first and foremost we're advocating for the cats you, you can't get something beautiful and then stick it in the guest bathroom and then nobody's gonna use it one's gonna use it you know
2: you're really a lifestyle magazine yeah so it's exactly. not really about pets it's about the
1: lifestyle living mm-hmm. with cats well relationships really so the people, like, our audience are people that are crazy about their cats, of course, so they want to do the best for them. So we've read lots and lots of articles on, like, indoor enrichment so that cats are, you know, needs are being met and they're mentally stimulated and physically stimulated and, you know, all those things.
0: You recently did an article about tabby cats. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about tabby cats. Ooh. So specifically, it was about orange cats. But...
1: um all orange cats are tabbies, though not all tabbies are orange. So, oh, wait, hold um, on. Explain now. <laughs> yeah. So, tabbies are tabby is not a specific breed. That's a common misconception. And tabby actually refers to unique coat markings. Um, and they come in various colors, including brown, gray, et cetera, and orange. But all orange cats are tabbies.
2: I think it's really interesting right? because the the articles talk about the fascination with orange cats. And there's, there's just something different about them. Mm-hmm. Um, my fascination with Orange Cat started when I was probably like five years old. Um, I loved this really, now looking back at it, not good um, TV show, kids TV show that was on in like the mid 70s was the Secret Lives of Waldo Kitty. It was This this like cat and had like the real life cat who was like this dreamer, this imagination, and he would see himself in all these different like scenarios like being Tarzan or Captain Kirk or Batman and and live out these fantasies. and um, I you know, from that, you know, he would go into this like cartoon world and have this really lush life and it just fascinated me with, you know, this orange cat is the main character um and being in love with orange cats since then. and you see so many of orange cats like in in pop culture, like even like, Morris, the cat from all the Nine Lives commercials that have been around for for so long and like cartoon cats like Garfield. Um, And even more recently, we see like the cat in like the Marvel movies, Goose is an orange cat. So it's like people have this fascination with orange cats. Is that kind of why you were kind of looking at that, you know, this talking about tabbies through the lens of the orange cat?
1: Yeah, specifically, we're looking at people's like, you know, we set out to fill a need, so we're like, what kind of information are people looking for? What are people interested in? And then we set out to address those specific topics as they mm-hmm. pertain to cats. So we specifically did an article that's of like ten fascinating facts about orange cats that you might not have known. And the first fact is that orange cats are actually tabbies, and the tabbies aren't a breed. And there's other colors in tabbies, but all tabbies are all orange cats are tabbies. That makes sense.
2: Which of the the fascinating facts was most um, surprising to you?
1: Um, oh, well, I don't know if any of these were surprising to me because I've been doing this for so long. But I think one that's really surprising to a lot of people is that four out of five orange cats are males. So that's like a whopping 80% of orange cats are male cats.
0: So if you have an orange kitten, chances are that kitten is a boy. Which most of the pop culture ones I think you mentioned, Danielle, are are uh boy yeah 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 I always think of uh you mentioned Garfield Garfield was my gateway drug to cats Uh, not (laughs) just orange cats but cats in general Mm -hmm. I mean I had the stuffed animal I had I still have it. um, the holidays I put up a Christmas Garfield I of course had the Garfield on the window which was really popular had the suction um yeah that was a thing back then That was a thing back then, yes. We're aging ourselves, I think, on this a little bit. But yes, that was. (laughs) What are a couple other fascinating uh, orange tabby facts?
1: Well, that all orange cats, orange tabby cats, will have an M on their forehead. And there's all sorts of legends um, that people say that the M has originated from everyone, from the Virgin Mary to Muhammad. But there's actually a science-backed explanation for that. And it's in the DNA. And the M is caused by the same gene that gives orange cats their tabby pattern.
0: Ah, okay. Well, that's interesting because, yeah, I have a gray tabby who, of course, has the the M. But I didn't know that it folklore went all the way back to uh, Mary or Muhammad. Yeah, there's lots
1: of... or <laughs> For better or worse, cats have all sorts of legends around them. Some of them nice, some of them not so nice. Uh, but yeah, I
0: think that cats have fascinated people for a millennium. Yeah, when I was little I thought the M was for meow. I'm like, oh well it's there because they say meow. So that must be it.
2: Yeah. Well and, and yeah. because also we we've learned that, that orange
0: cats are more chatty.
2: That was another mm-hmm. one of the of the facts that they're they they're more talkative and
0: like chatty anytime chatty. or night chatty or chatty in general I would say. Um, according to
1: Gary Weitzman, who is the head vet at San Diego Humane Society, cat personalities are tied to coat color
2: and orange cats are renowned for being super talkative. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. I can t- attest to that My orange cat. I, I wish he'd show up, but, um, he's, he's very dramatic. and has a lot to say. Uh, he modern also, cat,
0: if you will, a modern, modern
2: cat.
0: <laughs> he
2: is. He purrs so loudly I could hear him from across the room. Um, you know, interesting, you were mentioning earlier the this cat sounds and uh, another article, and, you know, all of these things that you have in the magazine have that kind of mix of, like, practical and science. And we mm-hmm. think about, like, meowing is, like, that's something that cats do to people, that that's the way they talk to humans. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not, like, meowing is not how they talk to each other. So I think maybe that's-, that's why we thought the ad was for meow, because it's for us. Mm-hmm.
1: I think a lot of people don't realize that either. Is that when your cat's meowing? A cat's like outside of kittenhood, he's meowing to communicate like pretty much exclusively with people. So
0: cat's I meowing. just he saw him uh... saw something.
2: There For those of you who are tuning in on video, here's my orange cat.
0: And talk you. <laughs> Guess another guest
2: appearance. <laughs> this is Morrissey. He's named after the dramatic singer of
0: Yes, the
2: Smets. And you
0: served that. And he seems completely uninterested in our topic, although... Well, I
2: think he's demonstrating a lot of it because it's, you know, the chatty. I don't know if you can hear him, too, because I have my headphones on. I saw him open his mouth. But yes, he's yeah. also very, like, another one was the, the Velcro cat reputation. He really mm-hmm. wants to interact, and he's very, very much
0: into... Wait, the Velcro reputation, what's that?
2: Well, oh. there's no scientific
1: studies to back this, but it's thought that orange cats are... Friendlier and more affectionate than other cats, and here we have a cat stepping in just to prove that, <laughs> to prove that that very uh, that very thought. Um, it people hypothesize it is because most orange cats are boys, and that male cats are often thought to be more affectionate and social. And female cats. Um, Again, there's this isn't science back. This is like anecdotal and what people report about their own cats. But certainly, we've definitely
0: got a velcro cat on our hands right (laughs) here. Uh huh. Podcast. He is on cue with everything we're saying. The vocalizing. (laughs) Then he opened his mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think you trained
2: him well for this. I. You know. I think when we talk about cats and training. Um, I think that's a lot of myth. And and what Jennifer was saying earlier about some of the experts you have on here, the relationships with cats, what you're really doing is counseling people um, on how not to train their cats, but how their cats are training them and how to adjust to that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we cat people, we know who's in charge. And it's it's absolutely (laughs) absolutely. It's about understanding and adapting to your cat, giving your cat
1: what
0: they need so that everybody can be happy. And so, Jennifer, I'm assuming since obviously you were drawn to work at Modern Cat, you obviously like cats. Do you currently have cats? Um, Tell us about your history personally with cats. So
1: I am not a cat of my own right now, but we have had, oh boy, a bunch of foster cats uh, this year. Our last was a mama and four kittens. Oh, no, no, we had an adult black and white cat. Mm-hmm. I have a tuxedo cat. Before that we had mama and the kittens. We had another set of kittens without their mama earlier. we had anyways, we've had a rotating cast of cats come through <laughs> they come through our house this year, which is amazing. And I have a young son. So it's it's super for him. He loves it.
0: Which one's chattier? The cats or your son? Oh boy, that that's that's <laughs> that's not one. part of the trivia. That's just the pre trivia. <laughs> they're they're
1: all very chatty none of them were orange cats um but uh but yeah that's a that's a toss-up definitely as to who's this the chattier one in that
2: but that'll happen there will be an orange cat in your future
0: i guess so yeah we're just putting that out into the universe now (laughs) so it's going to (laughs) happen so
2: when when people learn that you what you do that you work at modern cat magazine do they you know ask you a lot of cat questions or want to tell you cat stories like what kind of reaction do you get when you're saying my job is cats
1: oh boy definitely people are more interested in telling me about their own cat than asking (laughs) questions about the particulars of their job uh people definitely want to share videos and photos and stuff like that they're like oh you do this oh let me show you my cat let me tell you about my cat um and then we run uh ongoing photo contest um on moderncat.com and you can enter your cat. And it's
0: it's just community. So boat. you meet a lot of stage moms that are trying to push, you know, their cat. Like in, Yeah, uh, some yes, so people
1: look at my email and want to email me their cat so their cat can get in the magazine and
0: stuff like that. I mean, don't think I'm not going to try that when we get done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're Your inbox it's <laughs> well, about it. to be full. <laughs>
2: Please do.
0: I love it. So you get see, shown pictures and mm-hmm. ooh, that's great. Yeah, it's cat just- people... They tend to be pretty excited about their cats. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you think about like people and their pets in
1: general, like, you know, there's, they're so wound into the intricacies of your life that it's, it's a, it's a big part of your day to day. And if people have a space to be able to like show off their love of their cat or their cute or their funny cat photos or videos, then they're definitely going to take it. I mean,
0: I would do the same, I would do the same thing for sure. Oh, me too, and do often, and obviously Danielle does. She's not even waiting till after this podcast. She's showing the goods right now. The money maker. <laughs>
2: I mean, so- you should just all be impressed that of all of my cats that I got the orange one. The orange one, I know. During this this conversation, so I got the red color cat.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty perfect. Um, so I mentioned trivia earlier, and I also mentioned that you both are cat experts. Um. So are you uh, up for a little trivia? I'm going to test your knowledge, maybe. Ooh, do Good. it. I will. I'll rotate questions. Let's do a little cat trivia and see what you know. Danielle, I'm going to start with you. Oh, no, I probably don't know the answer. I think That's already what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking. I couldn't those. We could bring it. We, we can always edit it out. We'll just pretend you know. Uh, what is a group of, besides cuddly, what is a group of kittens called?
2: Oh, um, a Kindle.
0: Oh, okay. Not the it's, reading device, but. Well, you know,
2: I do have one actually sitting here on <laughs> my desk as well. But
0: <laughs> I thought it was a clouder. Is it not? A clouder,
2: a clouder? is also uh, another option. A clouder is a group of cats or a Kindle.
0: Oh, okay. Jennifer, you're like, I see you, Danielle. Yeah. And I'm going to one up you here with <laughs> well, this. I think That's what right. we're saying is that we have more than one word for cat. Yes, we do. All right, Jennifer, um, I'm going to turn to you. Cats with a question mark shaped tail are feeling what way? Friendly. Okay, very good. I haven't seen you. I yet. wanted to
2: know. My cat has made just made that when you said it. He was doing the <laughs> <laughs> question. You can't see it, but this is a model guest. We need yes. to stand uh, there. Well. You can see his little curve there.
0: This is the whole reason Danielle <laughs> joined us, Jennifer. She's trying to get a contract. That's all this is. She is being the stage mom.
2: Hey, someone's got to pay the Chewy bill.
0: <laughs> All right, Danielle, I'm going to kick it back to you. Ooh. About 200 barrel or community cats live at this famous amusement park.
2: Oh, um, that's the Disney, the Disney in California. Is, is that Disneyland?
0: Correct. Yes. Ooh. Excellent. Um, Jennifer, cats with extra toes are called what? Polydactyl cats. Ernest <laughs> Hemingway famously had a whole bunch of them. Did, and I don't know if you all have ever been to Key West, but you can go to the Hemingway House, and the cats are just kind of all over the property. They have one in Havana too. If anybody
1: goes to Cuba, there's another house of his that's been really well just restored. Like it's like, like you can look in and still see like booze bottles
0: on the day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow, a bunch of
2: cats <laughs> there too. <laughs> that's great. That's why the cats need extra toes to grab the boost.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. cats> <laughs> to grip them. All right, Danielle, who is credited with inventing the cat door? Well, I don't know the answer. Okay, to well, answer. I'm going to give you a hint um, because I'm a either. generous soul. Um, A snack I used to have when I was young was called a fig. What? It's a cookie. Isaac Newton? Yes. Ooh. You invented the cat door? I had no idea. Yeah, Jennifer. We're not just here for the <laughs> listeners to learn something. We're here for the yeah, guests to learn something. I think it's harder here, guys. <laughs> I didn't know that either. But shout out to well, you. it's, it's interesting. List? It's interesting to think about, like how long ago that was. Yeah,
2: like in relation to like why would you, why was a cat door something that needed to be invented at that point in time? Yeah, because cats weren't commonly exactly was- right. Cats
0: wasn't like you had like indoor cats. I don't think Bye. and I've bye. just you gotten I've just gotten a little um a little text from our producer, Chad, that uh, it was found online. So, you know, we didn't do a deep dive research, but for <laughs> our purposes, we're going to play it fast and loose with the facts. Maybe Isaac Newton did. Maybe he did well, oh. nonetheless, yes,
2: I'm gonna go for it,
0: yeah. Maybe. I mean, it sounds like something really smart to say. So, you know, next time you're at a cocktail party, you can just throw that out there and Yeah, act like it's a fact. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to end with the final one. And Jennifer, I'm going to ask you, house cats share what percentage of their genetic makeup with tigers? Oh, I know this one. It's 90-something percent, is it not? It is, yes, 95.6 percent. Which, if you've ever been around cats, and we all three have, for sure we notice that when you watch the like Nat Geo or the Saranbur or any of the Wildlife specials, and you see tigers. Everything they do, you see with your domestic cat at home. It's amazing. Yeah, and for cat, for big cats in captivity, a lot of the enrichment
1: things are very similar to the things we provide for our house cats. I think that's why people are so like they retain such a link to the wild, and I think that's part of our deep fascination with cats. It's like we share our homes with them, but they're mm. also like,
0: and having anag- <laughs> wild, and like they just. Yeah. It's, it's like not- a safari in your living room every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great. Well, I want to, uh, before we close out, I want to make sure our listeners know uh, that they can check out all of the great things at Modern Cat at moderncat.com. Um And I want to thank you both so much for being here today with us, participating in my trivia and sharing your uh, brilliance and knowledge on all things cats uh danielle thank you for everything you do and jennifer it was great to have you here um and for all of the great work you do as i mentioned earlier i have been there to um get some advice and some tips so uh thank you both moderncat.com it's a super super helpful site we encourage all of our listeners and our viewers to visit it and as always thank you so much for listening to Humane Voices the official podcast of the Humane Society of the United States thanks so much thanks for having Thank you, you.